The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth, but no sacred cows. Call Steve now at 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Or check him out online at thestevenobleshow.com. And now, here's your host, Steve Noble. Well, it's kind of hard to uh, fully appreciate the, uh, the enormity of today and the first time in U.S. history where a uh, former president has been indicted uh, on a crime and, and arrested, quote-unquote. They didn't cuff him. But they, they, you know, did the fingerprints, and they uh, brought him in. He came in. Um, on his own accord and there was uh, tons of security you probably watched some of this massive security all over the place uh so like eric trump was uh, tweeting one of the fox guys not tweeting but texting one of the fox guys earlier saying you know new york city manhattan da brag spending and all told with everything going on 200 million dollars on a hundred thirty thousand dollar payment which is a good point and so trump back on his 757 there at LaGuardia. Flying back down to Mar-a-Lago, where he's going to uh, make some live comments tonight. And so uh, in and out, came in last evening and then got down town and uh, southern tip of Manhattan down to the courthouse. Went in, didn't talk to the press when he went in, didn't talk to the press when he came out. And, uh, of course, pleaded not guilty. And so there's a lot to consider here. And this has never happened before. The only other uh, president to be arrested was actually Ulysses S. Grant for speeding with his horse and buggy. So throw that out. That's ridiculous, obviously. So a very serious day. And and in one way, uh, if there were actually something to this indictment, I've got the uh, 15-page indictment here on my computer, which is 34 counts uh, over and over and over again. I'll, I'll tell you what it says. I've got the... Press release from uh, D.A. Bragg's office uh, so you can kind of fully understand what's going on here. And uh, so if there were actually any teeth to this whole thing, if this were actually what Bragg wants everybody to think it is, then you go, okay, uh, amen, because nobody in America is above the law. Of course, if you look at uh, a tweet earlier from Glenn Beck, which was uh, amusing, I was going to bring up Bragg, but I'll just listen to him later. Uh, But uh, Glenn Beck said, as Trump is arrested, just remember, no one is above the law except for Michael Isikoff, Hillary Clinton, Hunter Biden, the BLM Antifa rioters and pretty much every progressive elite. But besides them, no one is above the law. And that's that's the cynical, sad reality of what's going on today. And uh, and it is it's what whether you like Trump, you're indifferent to Trump, you're sick of Trump or you hate Trump. The fact that you have a former president indicted by a political uh, opponent and and make no doubt, make no bones about it. District Attorney Bragg is a politician. He's a Democrat Soros backed Soros linked politician. He's not some uh, observer that's allegiance is just to the law. I mean, the guy's a politician, uh, a Soros linked prosecutor. There's about 70 of those across the USA who oversee about 40 percent of all murders because most of them are in deep blue cities the bigger the city the bluer it gets and that's Bragg so he is absolutely a politician and K 
campaign saying he was going to get Trump. There's all kinds of people in New York City and uh, the state of New York that are on the get Trump train. We, we've been dealing with that for a long time. And that's where the general election becomes a, an issue. Is this going to help him in the primary? I, uh, certainly it is because he's got his base riled up. And there were only a few hundred protesters out there today, pro and anti-Trump. And only a couple little minor things going on and some really bizarre satanic people out there this one lady a black lady who's like painted in white and barely wearing anything talking about yeah all black people are animals she was just a nut job and she's with some white lady next to her is like this is my uh this is my manager and this lady's just screaming obscenities just bizarre satanic behavior uh so but when you get into the gen it's the primary it's going to help him and so his base is riled up you can see that on social media. For many of you, you're, if you're a hardcore Trump supporter, you're riled up and uh, political persecution, as he's calling it. And so you're, you're going to double down and triple down, and, and you're with him all the way. There are a number of other Republicans, who knows how big this group is, that are like, hey, this is, this is political uh, persecution. This is a politically motivated prosecution, and this is terrible for the country. So I'm not thrilled about Trump, but uh, he's, uh, they could do this to anybody. And we've seen that in the past with the weaponization of the IRS under Obama and the Department of Justice and the FBI and the FBI coming out and basically saying that concerned parents that are upset about what's going on, being taught to their children in the public schools, show up and get mad at the school board that all of a sudden you're like a domestic terrorist. This is very serious. So uh, but but the Trump thing is not ultimately serious. It is serious. But when we look at like what we talked to David Fisher about yesterday and the collapse of a banking system and the federal di- digital currency and the, and the collapse of the dollar based on what's happening around the world, and you look at our southern border and you look at Ukraine and you look at what the government got away with in terms of the COVID nightmare, and you just see uh, the government of the United States, those on the left, progressives and the bureaucracy, getting more and more powerful all the time. Most Americans aren't paying that much attention most Americans, or at least half of them, are willing to just kind of fall in line when the power, like Simon says, Pope Fauci played Simon Says, and most people, out of fear and ignorance and lack of understanding, because the people perish for lack of knowledge, they just go along with it. It's really sad. It's not what our founding fathers envisioned. That wasn't how a lot of America was back then. They were very engaged and very aware because they uh, did not want their freedoms stripped away from them, which was our beef, which led to the American Revolution in the first place. So... Very serious issues going on here uh, with the direction of the nation. So Bragg himself, D.A. Bragg, who had to jump through some hoops to try to get this to go from a misdemeanor because in falsifying business records in the state of New York is a, is a misdemeanor. It's not a felony. And a misdemeanor has got a two-year statute of limitations, but a felony has got a five-year. So then he, he had to basically try to bump these things up, a misdemeanor in New York, to get them to a felony, that's where you hear the phrase bootstrap. So now you got to say, okay, and these payments to Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal and all that kind of stuff, they did that in order to advance their campaign. Okay, now now that gets you into the federal side of it. And he's going to try to make the case of a felony, okay? And then, but if it's, a, if it's a, a felony and if it's a federal offense, then the DA has no jurisdiction. So it's going to be, we'll see what the judge does. The Fox News guy that was in there was saying the judge was very calm, cool, and collected. I'm going to share some of that information, uh, but 34 felony counts of falsifying business records, and uh, we're going to talk about that. I've got, like I said, I've got the indictment in front of me. There's one phrase that shows up over and over and over again. You're like 34 different crimes. No, <laughs> it's basically one alleged crime, and then he throws down on it 34 times, jumping up and down. Yell, yell a little louder, brag. 
It's kind of what it is. It's ridiculous. So there's a lot. And I've got the press release from Bragg's office. So we'll try to uh, make some sense of all this. Uh, and, and a reminder, be in prayer for our nation because we sure do need it. And they're not even going to be in court again until December 3rd or December 4th. We'll be right back. At Insight.org. I woke up this morning and I heard the news. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show. Unfortunately, a historic day in U.S. history. We've never had a former president indicted uh, before. 34 counts today there in Manhattan with D.A. Bragg. I'm going to read you some of those. It's the same thing over and over again. Uh, this morning when Trump was flying from... Uh, Florida up to Manhattan, went into LaGuardia, is flying home right now. Heading to lower Manhattan, he said on Truth Social. The courthouse seems so surreal, all caps. Wow, all caps. They are going to arrest me, all caps. Can't believe this is happening in America. Uh, MAGA, of course, make America great again. So he hasn't he hasn't put out anything else since on Truth Social, but he is doing something live tonight. So we'll wait and see what happens there. Bragg was doing a press conference. I have no idea what he's saying there. We'll listen to that later. So 34 a felony counts of falsifying business records. The Fox guy was talking about the judge inside the courtroom. They were very serious. If somebody stood up and tried to look around, tried to see Trump or whatever, they were told to sit down. There was a bunch of law enforcement in there. So very serious as it should be when you have a former U.S. president in there the first time in U.S. history being indicted and uh, quote unquote arrested and booked, right? So, you know, fingerprints the whole nine they didn't cuff him they didn't perp walk him no orange suit we don't need that in this country but the judge uh, apparently was uh, kind of calm cool and collected and they the bragg's office wanted to put a gag order on trump you could imagine how well that would go and the judge was like yeah we're not doing that but they were showing him like the picture of trump holding a baseball bat where he was promoting some made in america thing that's one picture and then the picture next to it he put this up on true social was a picture of a D.A. Bragg. So it looks like, you know, Trump's going to take a bat to the D.A., right? So the judge goes, yeah, no, no more of that. I don't want to see any of that. So that's you got to pay attention to that, because if, if Trump does something else that the judge in that courtroom, you know, who's in charge there? It ain't a former president. It's the it's the judge. So if the judge gets torqued off about something Trump does uh, with respect to the DA or the investigation, I mean, he could slap a gag order on him, a gag order in the middle of a pri- starting of the primary season. Everything about this is a mess. Okay, so, so it's just a mess. So anyway, uh, he, of course, uh, said not guilty, 34 counts, falsifying business records. Here's uh, a little, Here's the line that shows up over and over again. Okay, so I'm looking at the actual indictment supreme court of the state in new york county of new york the people of the state of new york against donald j trump defendant the grand jury of the county of new york by this indictment accuses the defendant of the crime of falsifying business records in the first degree in violation of penal law blah 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 blah. the defendant in the county of new york and elsewhere honor about february 14th 2017 with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime that's how he's that's the bootstrap thing there okay so they're gonna have to show Improve. Sorry, Nancy Pelosi, you don't go to court to prove your innocence. You go to court and they have to prove your guilt. Did you see that, Nancy Pelosi, the other day? He'll go to court and have a chance to prove his innocence. <laughs> what country do you... You really don't live in the country you want it to be. Not quite yet, Nancy. So sit down, please, and be quiet. So so this is where they're going with this. On or about February 14, 2017, with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof, made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise to wit an invoice from Michael Cohen did. So this is all going back to Stormy Daniels. They didn't mention Karen McDougal, who was another one that he had a non-disclosure agreement with. 
who claimed, I think, an affair or something, former Playboy playmate, whatever. Uh, she didn't come up in this uh, yet, but Stormy Daniels thing did. And then so that's the first count. Second count, you see the same thing. With intent to defraud on or about February 14th, 2017, intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof. So it's every single voucher number, every entry. That's the third count, the fourth count. You go down here and you're to the 10th count. And this is where Trump's team is going to just jump all over this guy. Because it's the same thing over and over again. Ooh, 34 counts. The defendant and the count, this is count 10. The defendant in the county of New York and elsewhere on or about June 19th. Oh, there's another one. With intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof. That's what keeps showing up. Made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise. Uh, to it, uh, a Donald J. Trump account check and check stub dated June 19th, bearing check number 2740 and kept and maintained by the Trump. So every single check, every single payment, that's how they come up with these 34 counts. But it's basically the same thing and over, over and over and over again. Okay. Then in the press release from Bragg's office... Announced the indictment on Donald J. Trump, 76, for falsifying New York business records in order to conceal damaging information and unlawful activity from American voters before and after the 2016 election. During the election, Trump and others employed a catch and kill, in quotes, scheme to identify, purchase, and bury negative information about him and boost his electoral prospects. So now you're getting into campaign federal stuff, which the DA Bragg doesn't have any jurisdiction. So we'll see what Trump's lawyers do with that. Trump then went to great lengths to hide this conduct, causing dozens of false entries in business records. That's how they come up with 34 counts to conceal criminal activity, including attempts to violate state and federal election laws and federal election laws. This guy has nothing to do with Trump is charged in the New York State Supreme Court indictment with 34 count follow up. Uh, This is the direct quote from Bragg. Okay, the people of the state of New York allege that Donald J. Trump repeatedly and fraudulently falsified New York business records to conceal crimes that hid damaging information from the voting public during the 2016 presidential election. Manhattan is home to the country's most significant business market. We cannot allow New York businesses to manipulate their records to cover up criminal conduct. And by the way, remember, the Department of Justice and some of these folks looked into this before and were like, yeah, no. (laughs) None of this stuff rises to the level of going after a former president. As the statement of facts described, back to Bragg's statement, the trail of money and lies exposes a pattern that, switch language here, or voice. The people allege violates one of New York's basic and fundamental business laws. As this office has done time and time again, we today uphold our solemn responsibility to ensure that everyone stands equal before the law. According to court documents and statements made on the record in court from August 2015 to December 2017, Trump orchestrated his catch and kill scheme through a series of payments. In one instance, American Media Inc. paid $30,000 to former Trump Tower doorman who claimed to have a story about a child Trump had a wedlock, had out of wedlock. That sounds like Trump dossier stuff, doesn't it? The Russian dossier stuff. In a second instance, AMI paid 150 grand to a woman who alleged she had a sexual relationship with Trump. That's Stormy Daniels, former porn star. In a third instance, 12 days before the presidential general election, the special counsel wired $130,000 to an attorney for an adult film actress. That's Michael Cohen, okay? Who's been in all kinds of trouble and everybody knows he's a liar. So this is just... Here's another one. After winning the election, Trump reimbursed the special counsel through a series of monthly checks, first from the Donald J. Trump Revocable Trust created in New York to hold the Trump Organization's assets during Trump's presidency, and later from Trump's bank account. In total, 11 checks were issued for a phony purpose. Nine of those checks were signed by Trump. Each check was processed by the Trump Organization and illegally disguised as a payment for legal services rendered pursuant to a non-existent retainer agreement, blah, 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 blah. 
So we'll see. And then, you know when the next hearing is for motions? Because Trump's team's going to motion to dismiss. Uh, and the judge wants this to move judiciously. So in the judicial world, judiciously and, and expeditiously, sorry, expeditiously, they're not going to hear motions on this case until Jan- uh, December 4th. And then the trial's set for January 2024. <laughs> right at the beginning of the primary election season next year, 2024. A total train wreck. Change of venue, change of venue wasn't mentioned, so that's not going to happen. And this is going to be going on and on and on. And that's the danger from an election perspective. Because you got this one, and then you got three other investigations going on. And once Trump, assuming he wins the primary, which I think there's a good chance he will... I mean, if you're DeSantis, how do you play against this? It's so bizarre. We're in such bizarre days, which tells me we need to pray. The primary. I think it hurts him in the general. What do you think? But, and and I think that's what it is. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show. And and remember, I mean, think about uh, what's going on here in from an election perspective. There's the legal side, all right, which is a, a big mess right now. They're not even going to hear motions, and Trump's team will motion to dismiss. But they're not even going to do that until December 4th. So this isn't going to go away anytime soon. So December 4th and then trial, they're looking at January of next year, January of 2024. So, so 10 months of this. Added on to everything else going on, okay? And remember, there's three other investigations out there with respect to uh, former President Trump. The special prosecutor's dealing with the Mar-a-Lago stuff and the raid on Mar-a-Lago and finding more classified documents there. So there's that. And then there's in Georgia, and I believe they have a grand jury down there looking at the quote-unquote election interference and when Trump told the governor, you know, find me 10,000 votes, whatever the exact phrase was, which... If you're if you have Trump derangement syndrome on the left, you're like, see right there. He wants you to falsify the election. No, I think probably (laughs) what he meant was, hey, a bunch of our votes are being hidden. They're making up votes on the left. They're hiding votes on the right. So go find me the votes that I'm pretty sure are already out there. Legal votes, but they're being hidden or suppressed or whatever. So go find them. It's like, go find the murder. You know, go find the guy that did this. That's kind of what he's going on there. But that's still happening. And then you've got the January 6th stuff. So from a political perspective. In terms of the primary versus the general election. And by the way, I want to go ahead and open up the phones if, if you just want to share your reaction to all this. Good, positive, indifferent, frustration. You're, you're doubling down on your support of Trump. You're really nervous about the country. You don't care. Whatever the case may be, if you'd like to call in and, and chime in on uh, the Trump indictment today. Never before happened in U.S. history, which is why this is such an important day historically, which is why I'm talking to all my students about it this week. What students, Steve? All my high school age homeschool students, both in person and online. You want to find out more about that? Go to NobleU, like university. NobleUSchool.com is the website. You'll start hearing ads for that. I got to uh, record those tomorrow. NobleUSchool.com. But we're talking about all this stuff in my classes. I teach in real time. So we take what we're learning and we look at what's happening in the news so that it all kind of comes alive. But if you want to chime in on it, one way or the other, I want to give you an opportunity to do that today. 
because uh, you won't get through on Sean Hannity and you won't get through on uh, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, but there's a decent chance you'll get through here. And I want to give you that opportunity if you want to share something. Concerns, outrage, whatever it is, 866-348-7884 is the number. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. And, and where do you, what do you think, imp, what kind of impacts it's going to have on the primary? I think this helps Trump in the primary. Personally, my card's on the table. And then... What about the general election with all this stuff and the Mar-a-Lago documents and the Georgia thing and the January 6th thing? And now we have the DA Manhattan Stormy Daniels thing. What do you think? How, how, how's this going to impact the general election? Does this, uh, believe it or not, make it possible for the uh, president, sitting president, who will be 82, to uh, win the presidency again? That's mind boggling, isn't it? Versus Donald Trump. Is is that what they wanted? Is that what behind closed doors? Is that D.A. Bragg and the powers that be in the Democrat Party? They don't want to run against DeSantis. I don't think. Not in the general election. Because he's got a really solid track record in Florida. On, he can go after him on the back stuff. All kinds of things. And he's self-controlled. And he doesn't come with all the baggage of Trump and all these different investigations. I think they would be much more concerned about running against DeSantis than running against Trump. So maybe that's what's going on here. I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not omniscient. I don't know. I suspect that, certainly. So I think this helps him in the primary. It hurts him in the general. But what do you think? And what's your just general reaction to what's going on in this uh, sad, historic day in American history? 866-348-7884 is the number. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. And curious to hear your thoughts on that. And uh, a couple other things. I was just taking a bunch of notes today as I was watching and listening to things. And, and again, I, I started off the show and said this, whereas you're like, okay, nobody's above the law, right? So if Trump's actually in the ballpark here of things that he's doing wrong, that he's done wrong, if there's actually a case, I don't care who it is. We shouldn't care who it is. Justice is blind, right? They should be willing to go after anybody. Can you uh, check in with him on the screen, please, and see what's going on there? Uh, and so a former president, popular or not, is not above the law. But you do have to, and this goes back to the Ford administration when Ford um, pardoned Nixon. If he didn't pardon Nixon, then you know then you're going to get this pile-on effect. Nixon resigns, and then you're going to get this pile-on effect, and they want to get going. All this stuff going after Nixon, and is that good for the nation? I'm not saying that the, pres- the foreign presidents above the law, they aren't, but it better be really stinking serious if you're going to do that because it's going to have a really deleterious effect on the nation, right? It's going to be really bad. This is going to be really bad. Things were tough enough as it is right now with division in the na- nation and what's going on with the, the Biden White House and the Biden economy and all this mess. And then Trump being back in and all the division that comes with that. Now you throw all these lawsuits in here, not lawsuits, but criminal charges. And <laughs> that's just not good. But if you think Joe Biden's going to sweep in here, he can't come in here and pardon anything because there's no guilt yet. Right. You can't do that. So there's nothing to pardon yet. So this is it's going to be difficult. But again, I think and curious to see what you think. 
And I think we had some problems with the phones there for a second. 866-348-7884 is the number. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. I think the phones are okay now. So if you were had several people calling in a minute ago and something happened, I don't know what was going on there. But if you want to try again, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, with respect to just your general reaction, and then, of course, chiming in on the political ramifications here for the primary, the Republican primary versus the general election. Let's say it's uh, Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. What do you think? Let's go to our buddy Clay. Clay, thanks for calling. Go right ahead. Well, brother, God bless you on this wonderful day, two days after Prom Sunday. I hope and pray that you had a precious Prom Sunday. Amen. And this is leading up to, uh, you know, this is Holy Week, and I'm so thankful. I'm I'm just wondering what people are really um, inserting in their hearts, knowing that this has happened, and knowing that we're going to have a delay, um, um, you know, to know that um, I, I go back and I remember when you interviewed um, a woman who was running for Congress. And, of course, you know, she brought out something that was very important to me, and I've shared that with many people. She talked about, you know, the first time that you had her, Miss Courtney, um, and she, ta- she talked about something the very first time. She talked about the Ten Commandments. And then, you know, she goes into um, the one, one of the things that really got my attention was, you know, thou shalt not bear false witness. And so I, I, I've shared with you before, and I'll do it again, um, and I'm, 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 I'll try not to do it on a repetitive basis, but we're being deceived. We're being lied to. So the, the, the commandment says thou shalt not bear false witness. How can the people out there be okay with this? Know in their heart that what is going on is completely wrong. Because what I, uh, I would like to see, if and when the, I, I have a feeling that this is going to come out in a positive direction for uh, uh, Trump. Um, you know, uh, and I feel that you know when you have the deception and the lying, that it's going to open up many doors. And I, 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 I would like to see justice. You know, um, earlier Brother Michael was sharing something that people were talking about, you know, uh, something that had gone on, and people in the background were saying, you know, about no no justice and all this other stuff. That is happening, but it's, it's not happening the way everybody would like to see it. God the Father knows exactly what's going on, and he is going to rectify and sanctify this overall situation brother i'm eventually again (laughs) i i want to give you i want to give thanks to the lord for you and i want to give thanks to the lord for truth radio having you here on this segment for each monday through friday because i'm so thankful to the lord for this man because i mean you know it opens up doors it opens up people's hearts and if people don't really care about listening to what you say or I say, whoever else is going to call in and say, you know what, don't listen to this radio station because it's what the truth is. So I'm going to say thank you, brother. If we don't talk to you between now and Sunday, may you have a happy Easter Amen. You too. and a blessed Resurrection Day. Amen. You too. He is risen, which uh, outpaces everything that could ever happen in the news cycle. And if you can hold on to the break, I'm going to go to you when we come back. We do have one more segment. So if you'd like to call in and chime in on whatever angle is per- perhaps uh, bugging you, enraging you, alarming you, weighing you down, I would love to uh, give you the time to do that in the last segment. 866-348-7884. 
especially if you called in earlier. We had some, it looks like we had some issues with the phone lines, but seem to be working now, which is great. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. This is Steve Noble. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show. Unfortunately, a historic day in our nation's history. First time we've had a president, former president, indicted for a crime. In this case, 34 counts of falsifying business records by D.A. Bragg in Manhattan, who is a politician. He got elected. That makes him a politician. He's a Soros-linked politician, uber-liberal, hates Trump like a lot of folks. Uh, and so this, to me, uh, stinks of political motivation. It's like him keeping a campaign promise. I'm going to go after this guy. So do whatever you have to, to, to. So remember, Bragg, 50% of the felonies, he's gotten downgraded to misdemeanors. But the one misdemeanor he gets upgraded to a felony is this. <laughs> and serious crime in New York City is up about 20% under his watch as the DA. So this guy's not a good person. God help him. Let's go to Ann, who's calling in, talking about Trump's indictment today. Ann, thanks for calling. Sorry to keep you on hold so long. Go right ahead. Oh, that's okay. Hey, it's worth it. I love your show, as always. Thanks, Ann. <clears throat> and yes, Bragg is definitely a puppet for the left. But um, I, I don't know if you ever saw the show Man of La Mancha, but that, there was a sweet little song. I like him. I really like him. You know, that little song. <laughs> and... <laughs> It took me some time from the beginning of the Trump era, you know, to really appreciate him. He is who he is. He's not pretentious. He, his faith is sure growing in the in these troubled times, and he gives us. He, he's he's willing to share his gifts for America, and he's not perfect. We aren't either. That's why we needed Jesus Christ, the Savior. He doesn't have to do this, Trump. You know. I have just come to just love him as a brother, and I believe he's a brother in Christ. And he he could just spend his life in self-indulgence. Take, I mean, he, you know, he's imperfect, as I said, but he could take off in his yacht. But he's willing to help us, this country. But I think God will strengthen him in this fiasco, and I, and I, uh, but I do like him. He is in process, just like the rest of us sinners, and I pray God will help him. Yeah, what do you think, from an election perspective, uh, and I'm sure you heard what I was saying, do you think, yeah, do you think this, this is going to be a problem for him in the general election? Because Trump fatigue is definitely real. We know how the Democrats are going to vote. I know how the big-time Trump supporters are going to vote. I know how I would vote. If it's Trump versus Biden, that's a no-brainer for me. But you right. and I are not going to turn this election. Neither are, are the hardcore Democrats. It's going to be the people in the middle. And, and, I, and that's what my concern is, is that Trump fatigue is real. And I think this will only make it worse. Yeah. I've, well, my hope and prayer is that God will do the miracles that he's so famous for doing in the Bible. <laughs> Part, yeah. Parting of the Red Sea. I mean, uh, and so, I mean, I just I I'm just looking to him to uh to you know pull out a miracle and uh and i'm praying that for trump that his efforts and his self-sacrifice won't be um you know yeah. uh, 
looked over or misused sure. or whatever. Sure. But but he's so he's so courageous. I mean, I never all those years ago, you know, twenty fifteen sixteen. I never would have thought I'd be a <laughs> Trump fan. Yeah. But again, I like him. I really like him. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's a mixed he's bag like his, all of us, and he's he bigger is, than life. Yeah. He's, he's not uh, not a common person at all, and uh, yes. and and it's you know it's I don't know of anybody that is all one way uh, in terms of Trump. Like he can do no wrong. I, I mean, some people he, oh, totally, are like, totally, "Hey, we tried yeah. nice, nice doesn't work, so we need to, we need a bulldog." I understand that, uh, but as yeah. Christians, we ultimately have to remember that, uh, especially this week. That our ultimate salvation is is not coming through the White House, no matter who it is. That uh, yeah, that and, war is already over. This is a this is a dust up uh, mach- uh, effort, a cleanup effort until Jesus comes back, and that's ultimately why we can rise above all this stuff. But Anne, always great to hear from you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great oh, Easter. Love week. it. Great show, Steve. Thank you so much. God bless Thanks. you. You're welcome, Anne. You too. God bless you. Eight six six three four eight. 7884 if you'd like to uh, call in here at the last few minutes and just chime in about what's going on today. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. And again, these things going on, this is where uh, I was at this homeschool convention over the weekend down in South Carolina. I've got another one coming up in Pigeon Forge, uh, Tennessee at the beginning of May, here in North Carolina at the end of May, and then down in Texas right after July 4th. And, And in talking to these parents and some students, uh, the thing that's a challenge in education, whether you're talking about conservative homeschooling education, online education, there's uh, you know, and, and classes that have been recorded and, and lectures that have been recorded, there's just not a lot of teaching for our young people of truthful issues, constitutionally, civically, U.S. history, world history, and, and just them understanding how the system was designed to work, how it is working, how it isn't working, and then being able to teach them in real time. As the news breaks and go, okay, let's talk about about this from a historical perspective. Let's talk about it from a political perspective. Let's talk about it from an ethical perspective. And that's the beauty of it, which I'm so grateful. I wish there weren't as many things to talk about as there are. But that makes for very uh, fertile ground in which to teach these young people who really are growing up in good homes. They're going to church. You know, they make most of them make a profession of faith. But their level of understanding is quite low, and uh, that 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 scares me because that's your future leaders. And again, you know that story's not over. They're fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, but still, I like how are they being taught this stuff? And to be able to look at current context and understand what's going on, especially from a biblical perspective, which is why I, I thank God that I had the opportunity to do that. With my classes, let's go to John, who's calling in from Winston-Salem. John, thanks so much for calling in today. I appreciate it. Go right ahead. Thank you very much, uh, Steve. Uh, to me, the uh, the timing of the uh, of the of the next uh, hearing is just a little bit too convenient. Where, <laughs> uh, for some reason, the uh, the judge I, I had I had read that uh, Trump had said this judge hates him, but the judge was so cool, calm, and collected. And oh, it's just too bad that uh, uh, we can't we can't have a hearing before uh, December. So uh, 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 just enough to maybe uh, maybe help him for the for the primary, but oh, it'll be kind of a problem for the for the uh, general election. And and they don't they don't mind if if, if uh, Trump wins as long as they can make sure that he loses in the general election. So. Uh, to me, the, the timing is uh, yeah. very suspect. 
Yeah, I think, unfortunately, John, thanks so much for listening and calling in today, and I hope you have a great Easter week. Uh, unfortunately, everything's suspect. <laughs> that's just where we're at. That, that's the political world in America in 2023, is you should be suspect and cynical literally about everything. Everything and every elected official. First of all, let's go to the 30,000-foot level. Uh, welcome to a nobleuseschool.com class. Let's go to the 30,000-foot level. We have one player that's in every one of these stories. Every single story, there's the same player. And whether we're talking about America in 2023, America in 1923, America in 1823, 1723, you want to go to mainland China, you want to go to Russia, you want to go to South America, you want to go to Africa. I don't care where you go and what time you go there. You have one player in all of these stories, and that's human depravity. It's human sin nature. That's why Solomon said there's really nothing new under the sun. Now, once you begin to understand that, then you can look through the lens of history and go, all right, I know what's going on. I understand how we got here. I understand what's going on here. Then you look in current context and go, okay, that, that player from all of human history, man's sin nature, the accumulation of power, the abuse of power, the disregard for the value of human life, uh, the concentration of power, all these things. And now, okay, what's going on right here? Well, D.A. Bragg, you got the whole machine, the whole machine on the left, not afraid to weaponize the federal government, which should really alarm you because you go from Marx and the Communist Manifesto. Then you go to Lenin. Lenin sneaks back in. And then you go to Stalin, who murdered at least 10, 15, 20 million of his own people. And like Stalin's right-hand guy said, you show me the person, I'll show you the crime. Then they use the power of the state to shut down all their political opponents. All dissenting voices get shut down, jailed, sent to the gulag, or just flat out killed. And you no longer live in any form of a representative democracy whatsoever. Now you live under tyranny. And you can see that's the, that's the scariest thing to me about what we just went through with COVID. Is that about 50% of this nation was willing because they were fearful for their own health and safety because they were fearful they just were okay fine and so as we were talking to david fisher yesterday on a full money monday you start having a at some point in our lifetime a collapse of the u.s dollar financial situation really starts to blow up in our face and the fed fed sweep in and, and instead of the fix for covid is masks and the vax which isn't a vax uh, then the fix for our financial thing is, well, we need a digital dollar. We need the federal digital currency and all these banks are failing. So we're going to sweep in. And the way we fix that is to have one federal bank and we control the currency. And then they can literally dial up and dial down the value of the currency. And they might use, you know, ESG, environmental, social and governance, which is basically like your social credit score. And now you don't live in the United States of America at that point. It might still say that we might still have a red, white and blue flag with stripes and stars. But it ain't America at that point. And by the way, I know I'm using bad English. I do that on purpose. It ain't America at that point. You're devolving into a tyranny. You're doing what virtually every major civilization in the last 4,000 years has done. Devolved into a tyranny. Because we're in bondage, then we get free. Then we start to progress. We start to do well. We, we get into uh, affluence, and then that leads to a little bit of complacency, which leads to a little bit of apathy, and apathy then takes you back into bondage. <laughs> it's the same story and over and over again. Thank you, Solomon. There's nothing new under the sun. So let's make sure we're in prayer for Trump, yes, 
for the justice system in general? Yes. For our nation? Yes. For all these leaders? Yes. Number one, for them, the ones that are lost and a child of the devil to become children of God through Jesus and then just God's grace to give them wisdom and to turn away from the evil and the corruption that's so evident, unfortunately, in our country today. Pray, 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 pray. This is Steve Noble on The Steve Noble Show. God willing, I'll talk to you again real soon. And like my dad always used to say, ever forward. Another program powered by The Truth Network.